Do you speak crowd lending? Welcome to our podcast covering the crowd lending industry. Our mission is to provide you with all the insights from this market and help you make informed decisions. I'm Gassen, co-founder and CEO of Acredius. We are a crowd lending platform based in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm delighted to host this podcast and hopefully bring value to all our listeners. Hi, everyone. I'm glad today to welcome uh, a special guest, Tobias Angern, uh, founder of Finweiser, and he has a strong expertise in alternative lending. Tobias, welcome. Thank you, Gerson. Pleasure to be here. Excellent. Please, Tobias, tell us more about yourself. Um, yeah, well, I grew up in the countryside, like one and a half hours from Zurich, uh, towards the direction of Graubünden. And there, the best thing I could do at the age of 16 already was taking an apprenticeship at the local Raiffeisenbank. So I did that. And I had from early on, I had really a fascination for entrepreneurs, for SME lending. And that's why I made the next move to Credit Suisse. Okay. The, there, I ended up in the international uh, customer business, uh, mm -hmm. took care of the ship finance customers that were mostly, mostly Greeks. And I worked for a bank in Basel and Singapore a couple of years, did also my part-time studies during that time with a focus on innovation and entrepreneurship. And for me then, the next logical step was actually to move into fintech. And because I felt like, yeah, I wanted to have some more impact and uh, work closer to customers also. So I came across Advanon, that was a rising star at that time on the fintech sky mm -hmm. of Switzerland. And yeah, and half a year ago, I started my own business, uh, Finwise, uh, just to work again closer with customers. Excellent. So you spent almost 12 years in banking. Yes, that's correct. And then from that, okay, let's go to crowdfunding. Why did you do this change? What, what, led, what led you to be part of this crowdfunding, crowd lending industry? Yes, well, it was really that desire. I mean... I sat down and when I finished my studies in 2016, uh, the part-time studies, I sat down and really made a bit of an outline, what, what are the options in life and what I want to do. And, <laughs> and I really thought, okay, well, I'm 30 years old now, so I have probably 40 years um, to work. And I didn't <laughs> think it was the wisest thing to just stay in banking for the entire time because I wouldn't know how it would look like. So <laughs> I wanted rather to be uh, part of that change that was ongoing mm -hmm. in the financial industry. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I came up with the fintech and why crowd lending. I mean, it really um, interested me. I first heard about the concept uh, back in 2008, but then I forgot, I think. And then, yeah, a couple of years later, suddenly there were some first crowd lending platform roles in Switzerland. And that mm -hmm. really uh, caught my interest. And that's why I decided to work there. Also, what I realized when I worked for the bank, I mean, I worked in this international commercial uh, business mm -hmm. unit mm -hmm. was really interesting. But um, the thing was, I mean, I most dealt with accountants and uh, CFOs, so mm -hmm. not really with the business owners. I am um, also the impact I had, of course. I mean, we were a department of almost 100 people. It was, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I didn't have that much direct impact and I wanted to move more and move faster. That's why I ended up in the crowd lending industry. Excellent. So now that you did the change, how was that change and how was your experience with Advan? 
Um, well, it was quite a big change. I think the biggest change also for me to adapt was um, really the decision times that were much faster and also how much the input of every single one and a small fintech um, like can change the direction a company goes and the business mm -hmm. goes. And that was really something new. I also had to adapt a bit to that uh, mindset because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in corporate world, you, you spend half a year on project and sometimes it flies, sometimes not. And uh, yes, if you work in a fintech, you cannot, you cannot do that. So it's, that was really a change um, on the positive. On the other hand, also what sometimes um, I had a struggle a bit in the beginning was, um, I mean, at the bank, of course, the infrastructure and everything is just there. We can rely on and you can build on that. And if you go to a startup and uh, you have to build everything from scratch yourself, uh, you, there are very often no processes if you mm -hmm. want to try something new, all these kind of things, like really small things, especially now that I founded my own company. Um, this is also a struggle. I mean, even if you just have to print a document or something, you have to first get a printer or get <laughs> an office somewhere with a printer and all these kind of small things that really can slow you down. So yeah, I think it has its pros and cons. Yeah. So the facilities, you mean, I mean, the facilities, the structure, the work frame, everything, everything is there with a big corporate while with a startup, exactly. you basically need to create everything from scratch, even the most, scratch. even the most, <laughs> let's say, obvious things like printing. I totally agree with you. That's still something I'm struggling with. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, please. Tell us more about your uh, Advanon experience. Um, yeah, it was a uh, very interesting times. I mean, maybe quickly to outline for those listeners who don't know it. I mean, Avanon is an invoice financing platform, at least how they started. Mm -hmm. So what they specialized in is short-term loans for mm -hmm. SMEs, mm -hmm. like poorly SMEs in Switzerland mm -hmm. and Germany. Mm -hmm. And typically, you know, if, if you as an SME send an invoice to like Roche or Novartis, you have a waiting time for up to 90 days. Yeah. And that's time that you don't have to cash, that you cannot invest it in other things mm -hmm. or just pay your salaries, whatever. Mm -hmm. So Advanon came up with a solution that that companies can pre-finance these invoices. And it's done through crowd lending. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of investors on the platform who invest into those invoices and finance them. Um, yeah, and my job there, I was basically working as a key account manager and responsible for customer acquisition. Later on, also partnerships. I mean, we had strong partnerships with, for example, Deutsche Bank, also mm -hmm. some insurance companies, um, where I would yeah, basically do the trainings of the staff and uh, mm -hmm. all these kind mm -hmm. of things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was an interesting time, very intense with all the ups and sometimes also downs that you can imagine. Um, I learned a lot, made also a lot of personal friendships. But yeah, after two and a half years, I felt it was time to, to make the next step and found my own company, basically which I did with Finwise. Excellent. So, I mean, you spoke about the uh, the SME part of that, mm -hmm. one, but uh, can you tell us more? What do you think are the main advantages of this asset class of crowd lending, but from the investor perspective? Yes, sure. I mean, for me, crowd lending is really, it's, a, it's an entirely new asset class, first mm -hmm. of all. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite new that you can directly invest into companies. And that's what I really like about the concept. Mm -hmm. Um, they say from a portfolio uh, theory point of view that that you can really that uh, that it's good to have the crowd lending because you have the diversity and there is no correlation with other asset classes. Mm -hmm. I personally would say we wait, we wait ten years and see then if yes. that's really true. 
Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how you see it. But what I personally really like is that, yeah, I mean, I'm also investors on a couple of platforms and or used to be before I founded my company. But I mean, I really like that you can invest small amounts and directly to those companies that you want. And mm -hmm. you can really impact them. I mean, if you see the butcher next door needs money to buy a new machine, yes. I can give money there. I even get a nice interest, which is not yeah. uh, a given in those times of zero interest. So yeah, negative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I really like that. Excellent. So if I, if I summarize, it's diversification and impact, right? Yes. So Finn Wise, I have a small <laughs> idea about what is Finn. Tell me more. <laughs> yes, sure. So Finwise is basically a digital financial assistant for SMEs, small and mid-sized enterprises. Mm -hmm. We have three business fields where we are active. The mm -hmm. first one is, um, and that's how I started it, was uh, consulting and coaching arm. Uh, it's basically CFO as a service kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's always project-based and I help companies to get their finances in order. The second part is um, advice companies on getting how to get loans there i think my expertise is really with alternative ways of funding so mm -hmm. if a guy already has his house bank and has a good connection to it um, there's no point that involves me but especially if they're looking for alternative ways of financing which maybe the bank also doesn't really know um, be it crowdfunding uh, crowd lending like you guys do but mm -hmm. also all kind of leasing or factoring businesses i mean there i really can help them and give them my expertise. And the third part, and that's actually my biggest focus right now, is Trezio. Mm -hmm. um, that's very recently that I started that project or got involved into there. Mm -hmm. uh, Trezio is a cash flow planning tool for SMEs. Mm -hmm. uh, cash flow still is the biggest um, company killer um, in Switzerland, also else. Mm -hmm. And Trezio is basically a tool for SMEs to prevent this. Um, it helps them making cash forecasts mm -hmm. and to the very big advantages. I mean, usually do you do this by Excel sheets and uh, you have your your open receivables list yeah. somewhere. You have your accounting system, you have your bank and all this you have to take together to an Excel sheet and update it constantly. Mm -hmm. And usually the data is outdated by the time you have actually updated that Excel yes. sheet. So with Trezio, this does it automatically for you. Mm -hmm. You plug, plug it to your accounting system and it's all done automatically yes. for you. So with the different APIs, I assume. Yes, yes. Okay. Excellent. Tobias, I feel that you have a passion for SMEs. What motivates you toward helping them in their journey? Yes. Um, well, I generally like being around people who are passionate about something and about entrepreneurs and SME owners particularly. I really like um, how they believe in their sometimes also quite crazy, I have to say, ideas. And yeah, for that, I think uh, SMEs and entrepreneurs are really the right environment to, to live with that passion and interest. Why SMEs? Um, I think I really can have and uh, provide a lot of value there um, because corporates usually they have somebody who has the same or even higher specified knowledge than me. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think on um, SMEs, I can really help them. And that's that's my main goal. And what I also like, you really talk directly with the decision maker, usually the guy who even funded the company himself. Mm -hmm. And I find that really interesting. I mean, they, they tell you everything in those talks that I usually have with them and you can learn so much from them. So I really like that. Excellent. So what would be your advice for these SMEs about 
financing. I mean, give us a, some hint about what you offer mm -hmm, with Finvisor. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first and most important part is that you evaluate your individual situation and mm -hmm. see what type of financing and how much actually makes sense for you. And I think a lot of companies that I worked with um, are actually looking at financing not the correct way, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you are to get a loan, you really have to see and calculate through how much it's going to cost you, like with interest and everything, mm -hmm. and how much value you can get out of it. And mm -hmm. this, I think, is really important that you just evaluate your situation. I mean, a lot of guys just go out and seek for cash mm -hmm. um, without really having an idea what, what they're going to do and what kind of mm -hmm. loan they need. Second point, go out and check the available options. I think nowadays there are so many innovative and interesting ways to finance a company, um, especially also the crowd lending. I mean, they're very often, I feel they're very flexible, very fast in decisions. Mm -hmm. And I really think as a company you can take advantage of them. And mm -hmm. third part, um, which I also seen quite often, um, read the small print and don't only compare prices. I mean, mm -hmm. I often talk to SME owners and they say, yeah, I finance with 1% per mm -hmm. annum. And then you look a bit closer and you see hmm, he has actually a mortgage backing yeah. up his company loan. Collateral. And I mean, you can do that, but you just have to be aware that if your business goes down the river, um, the bank will probably come and take your house. Yeah. And then you can make the assessment, okay, is it worth paying maybe 5% for an unsecured loan? Or do I really want the 1% but uh, pledge my entire house and family? So that's that's a bit the things that the third advice advice that I would give. All right, excellent. Thank you for sharing these uh, hints for the SMEs, owners that are listening to us. <laughs> so since the beginning of 2020, you also act as an ambassador for Crowdify, yes, a crowdfunding right. platform. Can you please tell us more about this and how this fits in your current project? Yes, so Crowdify is the crowdfunding platform of the Ronarp newsletter network. Mm -hmm. uh, crowdfunding, uh, opposite to crowd lending, is basically reward-based. So typically, you like uh, whilst in crowd lending, you get your money back with interest. In crowdfunding, you don't get your money back. You just fund a project, help a guy to yeah. do his project, and get some rewards. It can so be like, like a product or, or a service. It's exactly. ba basically a pre-sale from the project owner. Huh? Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So um, as an ambassador there, I typically have like one workshop that I give in, in entire Switzerland uh -huh. where I tell interested people more about the opportunities of crowdfunding. And I think it's particularly for the SMEs. It's not that common yet in Switzerland, mm -hmm. but I think it's a great additional way, uh, not only to finance, but it's also, I mean, crowdfunding can also be a perfect marketing tool mm -hmm. because you can reach new people, mm -hmm. you can even get back old customers what we have mm -hmm, seen mm -hmm. and you can yeah, yeah and of course you get the funding for for free or you can pre-sell your products so mm -hmm. i really think it's a great tool also for smes i mean of my daily business it's a small part but still I've, i really like being involved there because there are very cool projects that sometimes uh, come across there excellent speaking about cool projects <laughs> i have a cool question for you yes so tell me what is your favorite fruit <laughs> uh well i love fruits in generally um 
but the most favorite one, if I would have to eat the same fruit for the rest of my life, it would be apples, <laughs> and more specific, Boskop apples. Okay, wow. <laughs> you are lucky because, as I see, I mean, apples are abundant in Switzerland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, well, my, my family has some, some history in planting apples. Ah, so it's... <laughs> okay. <Wow>. Then you <laughs> are well equipped day. until yeah. the end of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias. Thank you very much for all these insights. It yeah. was a pleasure having you on our show. Thank you. And um, yeah, if you have a last word to say to our listeners, otherwise, <laughs> thank you and thanks to everyone. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. It was a, it was a pleasure. Excellent. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for staying with us until the end. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media so you never miss an episode. Please don't hesitate to send us your questions and comments at acredius.ch. Thank you.